The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we'll be talking about what we could tell from Google's new television ads about their shopping experience. Joining us today is Jordan Cooney, who is an SEO strategist and advisor for search metrics. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey there, Ben. We're going to dabble into something new today, huh? You know, I was sitting around watching football on the weekend. It was actually a couple weeks ago. And right before Aaron Rodgers broke my heart and beat the 49ers on a miraculous last minute drive, with 39 seconds, it goes down and gets a field goal. I know you want to talk about that, but I'm going to move forward. Yes. There was a commercial break, <laughs> and I saw an ad for this company that does search. Have you ever heard of them? Their name's Google. Bing? No, Google. No, Baidu. Oh, no. oh, that one. Yeah, oh, Google. The big, the big yeah, G. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's so right. They do Google's search. <laughs> doing television ads right before my heart was ripped out by Aaron Rodgers again. <laughs> And uh, those ads were promoting their shopping experience. And I was sitting there like jaw to the floor because there were some, but I thought were telling features that Google is promoting that actually impact SEOs. Have you seen the uh, Google TV ads? I have seen those ads and they are quite interesting. And it's a, it's a bold move by our, our friends down, uh, down in Mountain View. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, we've made some prognostications that Google is going to be reinvesting in shopping, that they're trying more to compete with Amazon, maybe just because they want to keep their search market share, maybe because they're trying to avoid antitrust and showing that they are competitive in multiple spaces. 
But moral of the story is we've been saying for months, Google is about to place a big bet on shopping. And now they're starting to advertise. And so let's talk a little bit about what that experience was. What did you see and what did you take away from those Google shopping ads? I think the the first thing that I recognize is, hey, this is a big investment from Google. For them to take the step from pushing a lot of PR and press and coverage to their shopping experience to actually advertising it is, is a big deal. So that's the first thing I took away. The other thing I took away from the actual shopping ads is the desire for Google to really promote the native experience, right? Like, hey, you can do all your shopping here on Google which is an interesting move and can, I, I think, to some degree, feel intimidating to, to the advertisers who are participating in Google Shopping, that is. <laughs> what was interesting to me, and I'm, I'm actually watching this right now, is Google in the television ads basically starts off with a girl who is shopping around on her phone, just kind of browsing. She types in the keyword statement accessory ideas and she goes into the shopping tab. And she finds a pair of sunglasses and, and she has a memory of her mother as a child. And she sees her mother's sunglasses having looked for statement accessories. And she decides she's going to refine her search into scalloped sunglasses. And then as she's looking for 60s era scalloped sunglasses, she is presented with the option to filter her search by oversized. And then she also is able to look for individual colors. And she looks for a price and there is a link there that says visit site. Now, it doesn't show what happens after she goes to the visit site. It cuts to, hey, the sunglasses are there. And she's got this lovely moment where she sits down with her elderly mother and she gives her the sunglasses that she used to have when she was in the photo on the beach. And she also buys a pair for herself. Clearly, Google is trying to get across the message that when you buy a gift for someone, you should also buy one for yourself. Well, Ben, I don't know if that's the only thing they're trying to say. I'd actually argue that they're uh, looking at this situation far greater than just you buying another set of sunglasses, but they're also thinking about showcasing the features and capabilities and the range and depth at which you can find products within their search engine versus their competitors just north of them in Seattle. And so that I think is really the main message here. Obviously, I'm reading into this ad quite a bit, but what they're trying to say is, hey, look, you want to find products that you would never be able to find on Amazon? Well, you can find them here on Google search. It's funny because I feel like Google is taking a page out of our alumni association, both of us having worked at eBay. You know, the eBay playbook when we were there was whatever it is, you can get it on eBay. And the idea was new, used, it doesn't matter. Everything is on eBay, so come shop over here. And Google is basically saying, whatever it is, we can crawl it, we'll find it, we'll present it to you, and now you can buy it, not necessarily through our website, but we'll lead you in that direction. Now, what I thought was interesting about this was Google not only showed that someone was searching and they were entering and refining their own search, right? It went from statement accessories to sunglasses. But when somebody figured out what product they wanted, there was a couple interesting features that they were able to sort by size, sort by color. And then the big thing was, well, you can go to somebody else's website to complete that transaction. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. 
You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Now, Jordan, do you think that's actually what Google is going to be doing in the near future here? Do you think that Google is going to continue to link off in their shopping experience? Or are they going to start building out the ability to continue that purchase on a Google property? Yeah, I mean, let's let me take both sides of the aisle on this argument. All right. Um, because I think it's important for both SEOs, folks that work in the e-commerce space, and just marketers in general to understand both sides of the argument here. The one side of the argument is, hey, look, you're Google. Send me this traffic. I need the traffic on my website where people are going to buy my products. Right. And yes, not only this commercial, but just in general, the evolution of where Google shopping is going is a world where it is a native experience from beginning to end. Native experience from beginning to end, meaning from your discovery of what it is you're trying to buy, what brands you may want to consider to the actual purchase, and maybe even someday the full customer lifecycle of customer support and other needs that you may have with a product. That is where Google Shopping is evolving in it. Google, not only as a payment platform, but their full capabilities of maintaining the experience within Google is what's really, really at the forefront of the ad and kind of the messaging of the ad, but also just this transformation that's been taking place for a few years. So as a brand, the first side of the aisle is, hey, look, you're taking away my traffic. And that is very scary. On the flip side, This really isn't all that different, Ben, than eBay. This really isn't all that different from Walmart. This really isn't all that different from Amazon because all three of those conglomerates operate as marketplaces where any retailer can go and list their products and consume, and and those marketplaces consumers can make the full purchase of the product. And so that there's an argument to be had here that Google's just evolving to being a marketplace. It's interesting. You mentioned, hey, Google is doing something similar to what marketplaces like eBay have done. Uh, former colleague of both of ours at eBay, Matt Madrigal, went from working at eBay to being the chief technology and product officer at Fanatics. And now he's the VP and GM of Merchant Shoppings at Google. So somebody that is in an executive capacity working on Google Shopping has some eBay DNA roots. It's not a surprise that Google is taking a strategy that is 
more like a marketplace. But when you think about the business models, Amazon doing fulfillment, eBay being a technology layer in between buyers and sellers, Walmart obviously having a retail distribution, and then there's Google who doesn't necessarily own the products or the retail experience. They're just sort of getting traffic and passing it along. You know, do you think Google really will be competitive in shopping? How do you think this all plays out? Ben, the crazy component to think about here is what's happened to many creators and entrepreneurs that have had retail stores, e-commerce stores, and have sold their products on Amazon. And that is that their products have been ripped off by Amazon, replicated, and then sold at a fraction of the price. And it's just the truth. It's what's happened. You can go find countless of press releases and you can go find literally hundreds of examples of this happening through these quote unquote Amazon partners who are selling their products through the Amazon marketplace. And Google has a position here that can genuinely right the ship for product creators, innovators, and entrepreneurs by allowing them to sell in a marketplace, a bigger marketplace than any other, and do so in a way that is non-competitive to that creator. Until they decide to get into making products, but yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I would find it so hard to believe that, Am- that Google would do that, right? Amazon, yes. It's not their Google- core business, I, and I'm making jokes. I actually think Google's really well positioned, and part of it is they have basically unlimited access to supply right? They can crawl and find every product that exists that's on the web and present it in their search and shopping experience. And the vast majority of them, they could probably sell without having somebody leave Google. They've already got the integration with Shopify and a few other key e-commerce players. So, you know, down the road, you might be looking for something, refining your search on Google paying for the processing, paying for the item, managing the logistics through Google. And look, Shopify is happy to have their front, Google be their front end. They're still being the data feed to the search experience. People are still buying the products. Everybody gets a little haircut. Where does Google actually make money on this? Is it purely just an advertising play? So Ben, yeah, absolutely. They make money off of the ads. Secondly, and I think even more importantly, is they get a cut of the action, right? Because now they're a payment processor and they're getting a percent of the sale of this deal that's taking place. And that has far bigger implications in terms of revenue than just the ads to sell the products. And there's also the sort of philosophical religious issue of competition, right? Google is going into more direct competition with Amazon, not only for search share, but going after what is potentially Amazon's core business, the e-commerce transaction. And so to me, that also plays into, well, what is Google? Who are their competitors? Which gets into some of the antitrust stuff. Are they a monopoly? It's basically making the case of like, no, we compete with Apple. We compete with Amazon. We compete with Facebook for advertising. So now Google basically is taking on every other mega, mega tech corp and saying, how can we be a monopoly when we are in direct competition with all these other companies? No doubt. I would be really interested to see how this evolves over the next decade. I genuinely believe that these marketplaces are going to be what I would consider the modern day mall of the internet. 
So it'll be interesting to see how they acquire certain brands or acquire certain companies to participate in their marketplace and at what volumes and capabilities that that participation exists. And I'm not just talking about like mainstream stores that we typically think about, right? Like the Foot Lockers or the Macy's as the flagship historically, right? I'm actually talking about the components that are like, how do we get Procter & Gamble to participate in this marketplace now? How do we get major manufacturers as well as the small creators to play in the same environment? I'm going to be just like everybody else with a Robinhood account. I'm about to go out and buy me some AMC stock because if I learned anything from my teenage years, there's no good mall without a movie theater, Jordan. Uh, that is true. That is true. There will be upsold tickets in this There platform. you go. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you could visit his website, which is jordancooney.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to thevoicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast, feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 